Right then, right then, right then, folks. We are back once again. This is Tramia, the unofficial Tramia podcast, the first and best Tramia podcast. That's all. That's the only thing we can cling to now, Paul. My name's Matt Hibbert. At Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Hibbert17 on Insta. Joined as ever by big time himself, PH Paul Harper, Paul Hollywood Harper. How are we? Yeah, no, I'm very good. Very good. And yeah, we are the, we have to stress that we are the first. Yeah. yeah, we've got nothing else. Can we start a podcast now? So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you know? Do you it, this? It's a bit of competition. Well, Paul, my mum was in a taxi. She got a taxi with um, it's a guy she's known for years. He used to drink in the Tixall, and he does the airport runs. He, he running me, me mum and her mates for a weekend in Blackpool the other week. It's the sort of thing my mum gets up to, and um, she went on the way there. She went. Do you still listen to uh, Armat's podcast? He went no. Uh, don't listen to that anymore. They don't really, they don't do them that much anymore. Listen to one called Trip to the Moon, and I went. My mum told me this, and I went right, right. That's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Can you hear me teeth grinding on the mic? Is that is my mic picking that up? Um, yeah. I said no. Do you know, I said they do. You know, it's a subscription one. I said, you know, and they do. They do what we did in the COVID season. They do post match. You know, the following day, we did yeah. it straight after the game, Paul. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, purely because we had nothing else to do <laughs> for the 12 months. Um, yeah. But no, as we've said, Paul, we're at peace, aren't we? We, we were the original, and I think we're, we're, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We don't, we're not, no, if you're no. looking for proper analysis, even when yeah. we, we, we were the official pod, we weren't really, you know, we weren't talking about XG, were we? No. We well, were talking we were more about X. Yeah, yeah, we were more, um, you're getting older, the players. That was yeah. the uh, that was the poll yeah that was the, the kind of the the um, the USP if you like or having to record the podcast if I recall before <laughs> the week of the Boreham Wood game in the home changing rooms medical oh uh, yeah 
Because yeah, we've got kicked, we, we started in two different places, and they were like, no, we need yeah. this, there's presser, it's Wembley week, and we were like, fucking hell, where can we go? And we ended up in the home changing room, yeah, in, the, uh, lying on the, on the bed, on the medical beds, yeah, <laughs> good pod that, I'm like, I can listen, yeah, that was, it was the 2018 Wembley preview, wasn't it? Yeah. So I've still got a, a photo of, of Jake, just, he was, oh, yeah, I was, I'm lying down, I'm old here, me and you lie down, Paul, I think, and, yeah. and Jake stood up, um, yeah, Paul Harper eighty two is your Twitter handle, and um, at this is Tramia. Get in touch. We are the original. But go and you know, just, like I say, Trip to the Moon's a good pod. There's a couple of other ones out there as well, aren't there? It's all we're all different. I mean, and listen to them all. There are reasons why we haven't really been able to put out anything recently, but um, yeah. Well, Paul, yeah. we should probably touch on that before we get to you know the the stuff no one cares about, like five league wins on the bounce, six wins in all competitions. You've got. Pretty much seven days left of your life. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> haven't you? Before you yeah. you throw it all away. Yeah. Married, a married man. When did you stag do? Wait, there, yeah, good point, that Paul. What happened to this stag do? Oh, did you did you not get the memo? Not this again. Oh, man. My publicist is really poor at the minute. Yeah, didn't pass it on to me. Must have been the day that uh, Gmail went down. Yeah, and do you know what? She probably you probably can't afford me for a personal appearance, can you? These days, that's why we do the that's why we do the pod virtually, isn't it? Over yeah, Skype. exactly. Yeah. I don't come cheap, mate. Especially for a stag do appearance, you're looking at three to four k minimum, or or yeah, you have a low tramway attendance. Yeah, well, that, but, that, uh, is, that, that is a, a tramway attendance these days. But uh, well, then Paul, we should probably start talking about tramway now, shouldn't we? Now that we're you know, yeah. four minutes in, five <laughs> league wins on the bounce. No goals conceded, and then a Papa John's win away at Crew. We're not through in the Papa John's, are we? I think we'll probably go out because if Leeds under twenty ones beat Bolton, they go above us. Does uh, anybody care though? Really? No, honestly, no. I, I, yeah. It's one of them. I if like you get to the, the final. Or yeah, you exactly. Think, if you don't, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's good prize money. It's been, it's been, you been good. It's been good for the likes of, and maybe we'll touch on this. Ben Hock and Hull. Yeah, by all accounts, yeah, your boy, sprung, your dad's boy. Sprung in appearance. Um, out of nowhere. Match. Yeah. But players like him who were, you know, not regulars, to get to get him competitive minutes is good. And obviously it's helped the likes of Chris Murray, who's now establishing himself in the team. and it helped get Kieran Morris some minutes too, didn't Kieran it? Get him back Morris, up to match. Exactly, yeah. So those fringe players that have maybe not been playing week in, week out, it's a great opportunity to give him match minutes, obviously against you know, decent opposition. Yeah. Um, when the pressure's off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and they just, you know, get those minutes under the belt. Competitive game. And um, and obviously it's uh, it's paying dividends in a minute. Just a quick thought, Paul. If, you, if you're a fringe player at the likes of Hibs and Hearts, does that mean you're on the Edinburgh fringe? Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, see, this is what you this is what you listen to this podcast for, isn't it? If you want your yeah. analytics and your XG, yeah, go and listen to the I don't know the Athletic podcast with Michael Cox, or you know, we're very much the football cliches part of the Tramia pods. I'd like to think, yeah, of. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. I watched the second half of the Crew game, um, and again, it, it's weird watching those games because I don't really care about them, but just seeing you know, Arthur Lomax looks a really tidy footballer. Jake yeah. Burton continues to impress me every time I see him on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Sam Taylor who started up front, played yeah, yeah. the whole game? 
Yeah. He looks a good player. These mm-hmm. are good lads. These these aren't some. You know, I, I think back to some some of the players we signed in the conference days, Paul, in the yeah. national league, and these were players we were signing either on loan or permanent, and they were just an absolute. Dis- you'd, you'd think the first touch was atrocious. They couldn't trap a ball. They couldn't do anything. They looked appalling. And I just thought, what are we doing? You look at these young lads coming through the team now, and every single one of them looks like a footballer, and they should. You know, we should be expecting more, but they look tidy. You know, we're doing the right thing with these youth players. Whatever they're doing, it's it looks good because they're all... I'd like to think they could all have a career in the game. That's what all you can ask. Not everyone's going to make it for you. But I'm tired of seeing all lads fall down. You know, it's the same with all the players. We spoke about this at length, like the Premier League players, and they gradually fall down the leagues. Yeah. And then, like, but, you know, by the mid-20s, by late 20s, they're just retired and out the game or playing part-time, you know, in some really low league. These guys, these lads, Lomax, Taylor, Burton, I'd have no qualms about them playing in the league. I don't know about you, Paul. I, I've, admittedly, I've not seen much of them, but every time I've seen any of them, they've impressed me. Yeah, I think it's, uh, as you say, the, these games are good for that for that purpose. And the likes of uh, Reese Hughes as well, who's sort of played a, a few more minutes in the first team in the last few weeks. You know, these are... You know, we, we heard it so much over the summer. It's a developing, you know, a developing team, and these players are coming in to develop their their game. And as we've said before, time and time again, it's all about attitude. And these lads have obviously come from good backgrounds, at, you know, Premier League academies or whatnot. If you if you have application and your your attitude is right, then the the quality kind of um, you know pays for itself. Um, and you can your ability is is always there, but that application and attitude will will take you places. And if they get that right, and and as I say, they've all got good ability, then there's no reason why they can't you know do well at, at Tramir first and foremost. And then you know who knows what the the future holds for those individuals. Should they uh, they keep you know on the right track? Well, we should probably Paul go back and look at the the run we've been on. It all it all started um, at Salford with a one 0 win, and that was probably the best away performance we've put in in a long, long, long time. And mm. I thought we were really comfortable. We should have been out of sight. We missed some chances, but certainly right to start the second half, we had those two off the corners, Simeu and Hemmings. I think if we'd have won that game two, three, four nil, I don't think Salford could have had any complaints. They had a couple of little half chances, but we dominated it. Then we went to Walsall. And that was a real pod if you saw the Walsall game, but it was um I mean, blimey. A real turgid affair. Smashing rap kind of at the end. Well I'd, yeah, I'd, I think a nil nil draw would have been the fair result for you know, for both teams involved in it. it. It was a real poor game. But when you look in, you look in and that little bit of quality right at the end, you know, McClear slides that ball in, Hemmings and Cogley do a little one two. Cogley finds Morris. Morris has, you know, he's so dangerous when he cuts into them positions on his left foot, isn't he? And he's got a right peg on him too. And Nevitt, you know, reacts first. It's a great header. And suddenly with two wins on the bounce, and I think that was a massive, of all the wins we've had, I think that was the biggest one. Because, you know, it lift, because if that finishes nil-nil, everyone's a bit, oh, that was terrible. It boosted us. Then we, yeah. beat, we, we beat Barrow at home 1-0. Again, we dominated that game. I don't think doing had a save to make in the entire game. Mm. They looked neat and tidy, but didn't threaten. And again, if we'd have you know took our chances in that game, we'd have been two, three, four nil. And then we move on. It was Sutton. 
And we don't. I thought we were pr- completely comfortable. And it's mad to be saying this. I thought we were completely comfortable in that Sutton game. Away from home. Our third away went on the bounce. Non-conceded. I thought the only one chance they had was when we went to sleep on the set piece. And the fella put it over the bar. I thought it was yeah. another gear we could have gone into if we wanted to. Yeah. And then Friday night, crew, again. You know, I don't think we played that well on Friday. But... We didn't need to. They looked very poor. You know, it was a poor performance by them. Their manager said the same. Their fans said the same. But we got you know three 0 win, thoroughly deserved. And suddenly, Paul, you look at the league. We're in was it ninth, I think. Um, but we're back up in amongst it, basically, aren't we? After these wins, but yeah, we're ninth. But we've got a game in hand on Swindon and Northampton. We could go into as high as on Saturday. We could be fifth. Uh, or we could, if results go our way over the next two games, we could even be in the top three. And, you know, just to get back in that top seven, get back in amongst it is what we need, isn't it? And we needed that. And it needed a run like this. And I didn't, you know, Paul, I'll let you get a word in and a set up, will you? I didn't think after the first two months of the season we had a run like this in us this year. But it's what Mickey does. And I've got my thoughts on what's changed and why we've gone on this run. Uh, but what do you think... Has changed starting with the Salford game seven games ago. Yeah, I mean, I think it just takes that one, that one result, and obviously it's been, you know, the away record had been so bad, you know, leading up to that game, and just to, to get a win, you know, against one of the fancy teams, albeit you know the sort of the the mid tableish armies um, stuff, but you know they always, you know, big money uh, backers. Trying to uh, to push for for promotion, so to get a win win there gives you that confidence. And like you like you like you said, Matt, you've kind of summed it up really. You know, winning as ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, winning at Walsall, not playing great. You know, it wasn't a great game, but just that you know that little bit of quality at the end um, gives us three points. And then you you got back to back wins and something to build on. And obviously two clean sheets, and that's been the you know the foundations are solid. Um, I'm sure we'll come on to the big man um, from Cameroon. Oh yeah, but uh, you know the kind of the difference that he has made as well brought a lot, a lot of confidence to that back four, um, which looks you know rock solid now. Him and Turnbull look you know well they have been um, unbeatable um, over the last five six games and. You know that solid foundation allows the more attacking players that bit of extra freedom to go and express themselves. Try that, you know, that move that maybe they wouldn't have when something in the back of their mind is saying, "Well, let's not give the ball away here because we could get counted and you know we look vulnerable at the back." They're trying those those um, you know those free balls, those getting crosses in the box. You know, trying to to beat the beat the man, get the full back on the overlap and and things like this, which are Helping us create the chances which we're ta- we're finally taking to uh, to win us these games, and you know we're rock solid at the back and and big uh, Simeo has been a, a revelation really. Yeah, I mean he's just. I remember when he came on, Paul. Do you remember the late Norian game? He came on in his debut. Yeah, and like the first thing he did was like trip over in the box. <laughs> right in front of the away support, like sort of tripped over, fell over and let them fella get in. And we all went, oh God. It was a throwback, like I said, to like the National Days. You just thought, who these people were signing, these comedians. I think I even said it on the podcast and we all went, oh, but I mean, like what a 
he hasn't one man transformed this team and the defence, but that back four, I've been saying this for a couple of games now, that back four, even, you know, include doing in this, because he's had a bit of stick and I've given him some stick in the past, but, you know, I can't, he hasn't really had a save to make, but that goes down to, you know, the whole back line. Yeah. Him, Cogley, Bristow, Turnbull, Simu, there's not a better defence in this division for me than that. Yeah, I think there's you've got, you've got the, the, the heart of the defence to you know rock solid defenders who yeah. uh, you know they're good on the ball as well, but they're you know first and foremost they're good defenders. Yeah, and that's exactly what you need, especially in this division. You know, if there's a ball to be headed out, one of them two will will, will get a get a red on it. And then the two full backs are just lightning quick and got excellent delivery from the. Uh, from the wide areas, which gives us that width that we need going forward, but they can also, you know, they've also got that pace to, you know, if they if they are caught out of position to get back in quickly. Um, but they're good defenders as well. Um, yeah, I think part of that game sort of gets overlooked a little bit because of they're so good going forward. But um, I think that defensively, albeit you know they were a little bit shaky at the start of the season. I think we we, we were as a team. But certainly in this last one for month and a half, uh, those two have really improved, and um, you know we're getting the best out of those as well, which is which is excellent because they're you know they're arguably two best fullbacks in the division. And we've almost stumbled upon, you could say, a, a midfield partnership of of Chris Merry and Leo Connor. A few people have been calling for that. I, I called for it at one point because I just thought. Some people said oh, a bit too similar. I, like, I don't think they are really. You know, they're just because they both like a tackle. Really, people thought they were similar. Mm. You know, them too. The it's the energy with them. I think Chris Merry is a better footballer, and you can yeah. see more of a pass. And that's not saying that Leo Connor can't. But mm. I think those two in there, and then with you know Kieran Morris and Hawks out wide, and we both you know they both like to drift in. And then you've got Hughes on the bench. You've got McClear on the bench. Who, you know, I'd be happy with him to slot in. I think he probably didn't need to spell out the team, though, to be fair to him, didn't he? He was, it's feel a bit bad for him because, you know, he, he was a constant, you know, first choice throughout our poor spells and he gets dropped and we turn it around. But, you know, we know we're going to have injuries, suspensions so, throughout the season. So, to be to be fair to him, Matt, I think he needs somebody like him, maybe, you know, O'Connor in the side alongside him as well. Because um, I think a lot, a lot was kind of placed on his shoulders to be the creative spark in the middle of the in the middle, of the, um, you know, in the midfield, especially when we were playing the three at the back, um, and he yeah. was kind of like the the kind of the in between, the the go between between the the midfield and the and the forwards. I think a lot of lot was expected of him, maybe a bit too much too soon, and I think obviously he's. He's still relatively young um, and developing his game, but I think playing alongside, you know, if we were playing a free Mary and, and O'Connor, I think that would that would benefit him. But when you've got somebody like Kevin Morris who can just unlock a defence, he can play that pass, he can score that goal from thirty yards, he can do pretty much everything with a football. Then you know you're going to be hard pushed to to, to get a place in the side ahead of him, to be honest. He's, I mean, one man does not make a team, but 
he's what a massive difference he's made coming in. Like you say, just the quality. It's about it's about timing as well, isn't it? Seeing yeah. you coming in and and doing well, him coming back to to full fitness, hitting the ground, pretty much running from you know the the, the first game. Yeah, has made a, a massive difference, and you know he is our best player. Let's let's make no bones about it. Morris is our, you know, but technically certainly our best attacking player. You know, very incredibly gifted footballer who can do, he's the only one I would say can really do something out of nothing. Yeah. Um, in the entire squad and you know one of the best players in the in the division without without question. And him him and and Simeu coming into the side and and doing so well has made such a big difference that it's taken us from a six out of ten team to an eight out of ten team without you know any questions asked. Um, so one yeah one may that continue. I think one thing about Mc, Reese McClear that a lot of people don't realise is he's he's very very young. He's younger than Jake Burton. He's twenty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can't get obviously know, got so, a bit more experience. Uh, yeah, because he's been in players played, played a bit more, but played a full season in the is, in the Scottish Championship. Yeah, yeah. But as as Mickey will will tell you, till the cows come in, he's a developing player, and yes. you know, he's he's going to get better. You can um, see he's got quality, can't you? Yeah, I think like that, and I think a couple of those early performances where we've done really well kind of sets that expectation quite high, and then it's tough to to carry on hitting those. You know those levels week after week after week, and that's obviously you know part of his development is to to get him to that that stage where he can do that. But yeah. at the moment, it's a little bit hit and miss. And you know he did have a couple of poor games where we were in that spell where we weren't doing too well and weren't looking good. Um, and I think you know him coming out of the side, watching on from a you know from the sidelines, but. Give, make him hungry to, to try and want to get back into the team and you know into a winning side where he can express himself and you know be creating those chances for the, for the likes of Nevitt and Hemmings and and the rest of them to uh, to, to be sticking away you know the the, the the problem we've had in the last few years has been sticking the ball in the net and recently you know we're creating more chances which is obviously Giving you a higher percentage of uh, of getting the goals we need, and yeah, we've been we've been scoring and, and not conceding, which is the perfect match. Well, exa- an example of what you said there, Paul. About you said McClear probably needed a bit of time out the team. Um, would be the Nevitt situation. He was obviously dropped for Paul Lewis at Sutton. Lewis comes in, wins the penalty at Sutton. Hemming scores. He scores the second. He starts the game on Friday. Gets injured after it, the whistle's gone for offside, and he, I think he's done his hamstring, so he's out for a month. They reckon maybe Nevitt comes on, scores two. You know now he's an automatic starter. Scores again off the bench on uh, yesterday, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. So three and two now. So he's you know, he's been in and out of the team. But I think again with him, this is only his second season as a full time professional. He's still learning, but I think he's our top scorer now after those goals. Yeah, you know, I think goals. is he on f- five or six? Hemmings on on something. I'll, I'll get the stats six up. Six in all you. comps, I think. Six in all comps. That would make sense. Yeah, five in the league. Uh, oh no, wait, there's that right. No, five, five in all comps. I think. Mm. Um, and Hawks and Hemmings. Mm. So it is. It's about you know getting getting as many goals as we can. And you can see we're keeping these clean sheets. Paul, no goals conceded in five league games. 
you know, that's a hell of a record at any level, isn't it? It doesn't matter what what, what you say about. And then our goal difference looks a hell of a lot better now, plus seven. You know, we're looking like a, a top seven side all of a sudden, aren't we, again? We look solid all over the pitch. The only concern, I think, and probably all the same, especially now with Lewis out injured, and, you know, he's, I'm not his biggest fan, and, you know, and a lot of people, you know, he divides the fan base, but, you know, you can't argue he hasn't done a job when he's come in most games. So with him out for a month, it pretty much leaves Burton as it. But then saying that, Taylor did well last night, uh, on, mm-hmm. sorry, on Tuesday against Crew. So, you know, if we need to, would he play? But the concern, again, is if something happens to Hemmings, isn't it, I suppose? If something yeah. happens to Hemmings, you know... I, I gather from, from the press conference today that Lewis is not as bad as what they first heard. He's oh, so got, it might just be a couple of, like, a week or two, It might maybe. be a couple of weeks out, but, um, yeah, hopefully not as as long as uh, as we might think. But, yeah, again, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but he... Who is? He's, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. But he, uh, he is someone who, who does... Who, you know, you can rely on to do a, you know, a steady job. Whenever you ask him to play on the park, he'll 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 do a job. And you know, he's been asked to play up front, midfield, whatever, uh, attacking mid. You know, he can he can do a job. And uh, like you said, you know, he <coughs> won the penalty, scored the goal himself uh, at Sutton. You know, earned his place in the in the team. But we've got somebody like Nevit, you know. Which, you know, chewing at the bit to wanted to to get back in there as well, and these uh, repaid us with a few goals in the last couple of games. So, you know, they're they're, they're good headaches to have, aren't they? And yeah, and you got you've got as like you say, you got these these young lads who are who are waiting in the fringes as well. So, you know, it's all all competition for places can uh, can only be good, and you know, long may that continue as well. He's very gangly. Isn't he Lewis? I don't know how tall he is. I don't think he's that tall. He's probably yeah. six foot, maybe six one. But he's just very, like, very skinny, very long, like slender man. Mm. He looks like. Do, do you ever got like you know daddy long legs in your bathroom and he's bounce around <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing, mate? He's like that. He's, he's always looking to get fouled, isn't he? That's I think it's the first thought when he gets the ball is always, <laughs> how can I back into someone? How can I yeah. make my leg catch them? I say it's one of those consummate old... professionals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody to compare him with, but yeah, he, like you say, he's kind of like he's not. Doesn't seem to be the most natural of footballers, but um, I can imagine he's he's an awkward bugger to uh, to to mark and to to play against. Um, so yeah, he's one of those that the Paul know. Harper of the football world. He's got his <laughs> he's got his critics. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, so very similar. Yeah, that's, that's the best analogy we can come up with. So. If we look ahead, Paul, to... Oh, okay, that wasn't a fart. That was me hitting my desk with my chair. Look. We believe you. Done it again. I can't fart, you know, Paul. I'm not a magician unless I'm on the football pitch. Um, we go to Harrogate on Saturday. Sold out away end. 650, I believe. Completely sold out. Then next Tuesday, we've got Rochdale at home. You'd say they're both real winnable games, wouldn't you? Like You, you really would. Then we've got another home game, Saturday, 29th of October, Halloween weekend, Carlisle. They're doing well. And then obviously we've got them in the FA Cup, haven't we? So straight out, is it the following the following weekend? Yeah, so two weeks yeah. on the run. And then but after that, though, we've got the rearranged Stockport game on Tuesday the 1st. So after Harrogate on Saturday, we've got three home games in a week. 
this is a real opportunity, Paul, to push on, isn't it? It really is. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but if we somehow, I mean, even if we just take, if you take 10 points from the next 12 there, and you'd, you'd like to think, couldn't you, if we, we, you'd like to think we can go to Harrogate and win. You'd like to think we can turn Rochdale over. Carlisle at home will be a tough game. And then Stockport at home on a Tuesday. Can I just can I just stop you for a second? Please do. How long have you been supporting Tramia? Yeah, but Paul, if you can't get carried away, <laughs> what can you do? We all know I mean, what's going to happen. Look, Paul, we all know what's going to happen. This okay. run is going to end sooner or Don't bring, right, you bring in, <laughs> right. Let's be honest. We've tried to keep this as a positive podcast up to now. Yeah. And um, then, oh, I'm, I'm also trying to bring a bit of realism into, into the equation. Like we're not we're not going to go 12, 12 wins in a row. That it just doesn't happen. Paul, I've been trying to stop you ruining your life by getting married in a week's time, <laughs> and you've ignored every offer of help I've offered to have you fake your own death. I said I can get you a new identity. I can get you a new life in Brazil. Hugo, you know, you know Miguel Sanchez. I can set you up in Brazil, no problem. Well, for no small fee, obviously, which is where all the buy me a coffee money. Is presumably going, and you've spurned my advances every time because you want to. Paul, oh, come on! I mean, we'll have a few drinks next Friday, by all but by all means, um, to drown our sorrows at another man lost, another soul gone. Lexi doesn't listen to this, does she? I mean, she sat right here, but yeah, she can't hear what I'm saying, can she? You've got headphones on. <laughs> I've got headphones on here. Yeah. Thank God for that. Um, yeah, Tash doesn't listen to this. I don't remember. She did once listen to the the James Norwood podcast, not the one where he came round, yeah. the one that set that up earlier yeah. in the season. Mm. Um, and I was like, "What are you doing? Listening to this? You don't got no interest in this football. You should probably not listen to this podcast." You- Just um, coming off on a bit of a James Norwood tangent. Have you seen his barnet? Oh, was that the, was it his tweet he put up the other day? <laughs> I had to do a legitimate, I nearly did, a, I was drinking a cup of tea, nearly did a spit take, I was like, what has happened there? Well, looks, like had, looks like I me, looks like me. I knew he had the transplant um, a couple of summers ago, but... Um, Who did he have a transplant from? Pavel Nedved in 1997. Uh, one of that these, head of uh, hair is yeah, preposterous. Yeah. Carol Poborski. Yeah. It was a serious it's amazing, it's amazing what these um, poles can do, isn't it? Or wherever he went, Poland or Greece or somewhere, Cyprus. Is it Turkey that do them? He went to Turkey, Turkey for his teeth and he Turkey teeth. Um, I know someone who went yeah. to Turkey. For, actually, do you know what? I know someone who went to Turkey for hair replacement. So yeah, he's probably gone there. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name him on I'm this. Not gonna out him. Podcast Tony Jones. Um, but yeah. He's in Vegas now, this guy. Do you know what? He's, he's in Vegas, this guy, Tony Jones. Right. He's in Las Vegas. <laughs> so he won't be listening. At a Katy Perry concert, and he bumped into Jedward. Oh, I went, God. I went, what? That's too, I said, that's too much. Even with what's going on in this country right now, the chaos in the government, I was like, that's too much for that. <laughs> like, the, how's that situation happen? Um, but yeah, it was. It, if you haven't seen it, go and look on James Norwood's Twitter. And go back to it was yeah. last week, wasn't it? He posted last week, yeah, just before the before the Barnsley game, yeah. And he this preposterous his mane of hair. I wonder if he still listens, yeah. Paul. Maybe give him a tech, get him back on. <laughs> I'm not talking to him. Oh, you had a big fall out, didn't you? <laughs> well, he was after, what, after do... what he said about me. I'm not talking to which him. time <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. 
I know he, he's, um, not, he's not invited neither. Oh, well, do you know what? Do you remember? Wasn't he supposed to do the Paul Harper robot after he scored and he didn't? Um, I think we did. Well, I mean, we did. Yeah, we did say a few things that. Because he scored the following a few days at Exeter, didn't he? And he didn't Did do he? it. But that, yeah, he, no, that, well, the Exeter game was just after. It was, it, was in the, it was in the middle of that seven-game winning run. Mm. We did that part when he came round. Um, yeah. Good times, Paul. If only we could mm. get the players on it. And we, we we weren't the official podcast then either. No, no. Pull mm. some strings. Do you know what? Maybe at your wedding next week we can pull some strings. Mm. Get some guests. Yeah, you never know who's going to be there. Well, do you know what would be genuinely good? Get Coombsy on. He must have some tails. Oh, God, yeah. No, the problem is I've heard most of them. Yeah, but you can... Paul, Several times you're, over. You're about to ruin your life, so you'll want any excuse to get away for an hour, even if it's yeah. hearing Coombsy's tails. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure he would, to be fair. So, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll ask the questions. Um, and hopefully we'll we'll get some positive answers. So, what did you make of the FA Cup draw, Paul? There was a mixed response. It seems to be anyone who's ever been to Carlisle. Um, I've not. Strangely, it's one of them ones I've never really? been to. Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just always either I've had a heavy night the night before, and or I know there's going to be a heavy Friday, and I can't do it on a Saturday. And the thing is, mm-hmm. even if I go on these Saturday ways, I work Saturday nights down in Barbados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, can't, I can't have a drink. My match-going experience is a lot different. Like, it, it doesn't... I, I've... This is throughout, like, even when people... Oh, the, the National League days. Great days, weren't they? I was like, well, I was so cold sober throughout the whole time, so no. <laughs> like, these games yeah, weren't fun. You can actually remember it. Yeah, let me tell you, yeah. I, I had a different experience. Um, <laughs> but people say it's a great away day, but the problem is, apparently, isn't the train strike on that day? Probably, yeah. One of the many train strikes. Because, again, I fully support the train strikes. It just means it'd be harder for people to get there. But, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, Paul, isn't there? Yeah. Going back to just my thoughts on the draw. Yeah, I your mean, wedding, yeah. It's just a bit, uh, just a bit boring. Another, you know, another League Two team, especially one we're going to be playing the week before, um, doesn't really grab the imagination. And it is a nice away day. Um, you know, nice little ground, Bunton Park, but, you know, old-fashioned. Well, I think you hope, don't you, normally in these rounds, you hope you get, like, the lowest-ranked team home yeah, away. So then you get on the telly, you yeah, get some exactly, money. Yeah. But we've had a bit of luck in the past with that. We had... Um, who was it in the we had Brackley in the COVID season, didn't we? At home, yeah. that was on the telly. The, yeah. the previous year, we had I forget it was Chichester at home in the yeah. second round, and that was on the telly. And obviously, we had the Newcastle draw this year in the cup. So, you know, I think we've had our luck in, but then you know, you never yeah, know if we can it. somehow eke our way through to the third round again. But the thing is, Paul, it's a winnable game. It's a winnable game. Yeah, I mean, they're they're they've unbeaten at home so far this year. So, do you know, what, Paul? A tough tough game, but Paul you know, should be. Should be a good game of football. That's all that yeah. matters, isn't it? Good game yeah. of football. Exactly, yeah. For all the neutrals that'll be at Carlisle Tramier on a Saturday yeah. in November with a train um, strike on. They will be there in their droves, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only, the, the only thing that doesn't really grab my imagination, particularly is that... What would, we though, Paul? ...the week before. What would grab your imagination? <laughs> I know, sort of. I remember seeing your search history on your computer at Tramier. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Didn't sleep for a week. I had to have three showers in a row. I did after I saw that. Someone like Sheffield Wednesday would have grabbed my imagination. Oh, so a defeat. <laughs> Paul, I don't want top-ranking League One sides 
The only time I'm out. And that wouldn't even get on the that wouldn't even get on the telly, would it? That's enough. But it's something a bit different, isn't it? You don't be watching. I don't particularly want to watch Carlisle more than twice a season. Why? Eddie Stobart up there. Is he still sponsoring the shirts? Don't know. He's still based there. He is. Uh, he's one of them companies that have moved and yes. left for another European com- yeah, country. It, it's just nice. The FA Cup is the, the beauty. of The cup is you know all the different teams that, that enter, and you know you got teams from you know the Northern Premier and all these lower leagues. You just want Witten, don't you? Get through to. How oh, did they get on this year? Probably lost. Uh, Went out in August. Extra preliminary <laughs> round, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's the idea, isn't it? Just get a nice non-league side that you can batter home all the way. Um, just to get through to round three, because that's where the you know the big the big money stakes lie. So you know, if we can get past Carlisle, get past somebody else, then uh, who knows what happens? It's free bar this wedding of yours, it is, isn't it? That's what I've been told. Free bar. <laughs> Is that wrong? Sorry, somebody's somebody's just advised me that Chamney don't batter anyone. So she's got a point, to be fair. Paul, um, what have I told you? Call the wedding off. Actually, no, if it's a free bar, let, I need the answer to this before I say call it off. It is a free bar, isn't it? No. What? No. I th- who's told me? Uh, do you know what, Paul? I've just let it's me check. It's that memo again, isn't it? Let me check my diary because I might be double but now. <laughs> Things might have changed. Paul, you can't be letting a bad mouth tram me like that. Where's she from? Salford. Um, Trafford. Ugh. Oh, I don't want to give the exact location. What's your address? What's your postcode, yeah. Paul? Um, Got a few uh, yeah, things I want to send you in the post. In all fairness, she does have a point. Um, we don't tend to batter anybody, so so I stand corrected. Thank we you, battered lo- We've battered. <laughs> we've battered loads of teams, Paul. Solihull, nine nil. Once. Oh yeah, there was that once. Um, Reading six nil in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, the ups and downs or the yeah. peaks and troughs season. That was peaks and troughs. <laughs> oh no, no, good times was good times, know, good times, times, bad times. Yeah, peaks and troughs was when it was two season reviews in one. Bizarrely, yeah. like two. These uh, didn't do one one year. Went just ta- yeah. that was on nothing happening. Them seasons were. 95, 96, 96, 97. They went, yeah. can't, just, do both, just leave it a season and we'll put both on one video. Stick, stick Sean Teal on the front. That'll sell some VHSs. I mean, the Good Times, Bad Times um, video was kind of, I mean, <laughs> bad times, not quite what, so bad times. What good times were on it? The, the, the win against Sunderland in the FA Cup, that's really the only good time all season. Yeah. Oh, no, didn't we beat Crew? Was that the... No, we didn't. That was the following year that we beat Crew 4-1. Four, four so, yeah. Bloody hell. Do you know what, Paul? I use this podcast um, to, to ask a question. Me and um, he's a part of the supporters club. Who, by the way, doing this is how we got on Twitter. They're doing the blue retro shirt. Oh, um, and I'm, I'm trying to convince them to do the yellow one to complete the set. And I think they're going to use my yellow one to as the as the you know the, the prototype they send off. Um, but we got talking, and this is hard to do on a podcast without. He's, he's um, his Twitter handle is at Martin SWA 1984. And we were talking on, on, on Twitter DMing about, and there's a shirt, and we, we he wants it to be remade. And it was the 92-93. So we'd moved, it's ENS still, but we've got the collar. Now the actual collar with the green 
piping on. And you know, the one we had for two years. Oh no, we only had it for yeah, 90, it was once we got promoted to the championship, 91, 92, and 92, 93. And we obviously we had the blue away with the similar pattern. But this yeah. was the third shirt that I can't remember was ever wearing it. And it's yellow with like green yeah. on it. With the green sort of similar pattern to the blue one on it. Yeah. Um similar ish, but it's like it's got an all green collar. And it's yellow, and it's got little yeah, like green, green horizontal lines on it. I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Anyone there? No. And Joe's a guy I'm looking at. Graham Hickey. He's normally good at stuff like this, if you're listening. Yeah. When did we wear this? Because the problem is, obviously, in a way game, but the, the season reviews back then tended to not have... Games, probably had one in three away game highlights on a lot yeah. of them they just they just go the, you know, we lost 5-0 at Peterborough Tony Thomas broke his leg Ugh. attendance was 5,010 I can't find even a photo of us wearing it there's a weird one and I, I've got this and it's wore it once and I've got a photo here of Jeb Brannan we wore it away at Blackburn in 91-92 in and it's the white, it's the all yellow style yeah. of the earlier season one, but mm-hmm. with the collar of that season. Yeah. And so that must have only, I don't think that was ever released to buy. That must have been, I presume the, the yellow and green wasn't ready. And then we realized, fuck, what if we play teams in blue and white like Blackburn? We yeah. need a, a kit like this. Um, but didn't we wear the claret? Did we wear claret and blue away on the first day? At when is. When it's financially and commercially switched on, then, were we? But I'll tell you one thing, these kits were a hell of a damn sight better quality than the ones we cheer at now. Um, so, yeah, if anyone anyone has either a photo, video footage, or just knowledge, they were either at the game or they have, you know, somehow they recorded, the, they lived down south or somewhere up here and they recorded the highlights on Granada Soccer Night or something, or the local news, or Satan Greavesy, of us playing in that 91-92, 92-93, yellow shirt with the green piping on. What Can anyone shed any light for me? And at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at This Is Tramia, and at Martin SWA 1984, because we need to get to the bottom of it, because it's, 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 Paul, I haven't Keeping slept. you awake and I, I can tell. Well, I haven't slept because of your search history and on your Tramia <laughs> computer, and this. Oh, and Tash, sweet. who snores like a fucking traction engine. Jesus Christ, you blimey. She won't listen to this, don't we? No, you won't. No. What's going on, Paul? Nothing. It's going on. Are you speak- I thought you were speaking to your missus then. No, no, no. I was oh. just saying, you, 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 you best out. Oh. Well, it doesn't get to her via other means. She's probably by my closed bedroom uh, office door now with a bloody glass to the door, to the wall, listening in <laughs> like a a spy in the 70s cartoon era. Um, we should probably start wrapping this up because we always spend another 10 minutes minimum and I've got to go to work yeah. in a short while and you've got to go to bed. Yeah. So, you know, things, things again, we don't want to get carried away, but five league wins on the bounce, no goals conceded. Things are looking up, Paul, aren't they? And like I say, we go into the next few games. We've got Harrogate away on, on Saturday. Just check, they're not, you know, they're 20th. They're not in good form. They've conceded a lot of goals. They've conceded 17 goals. Those are the teams we tend to struggle against. Yeah, one win in the last five. 
is a I wouldn't say a draw is a terrible result. Obviously, you want to keep the win and run going, but you want to be unbeaten. And like I say, then we go into three home games in a week: Rochdale at home on the twenty fifth, Carlisle at home on the 29th, and followed by Stockport at home on the first, and then the FA Cup game. So you know these next four games, winnable games, three of them at home back to back in a week. Real opportunity to get right up there, and the way we're playing. Just touch wood. That's me touching wood. No injuries to key players, please. Suspensions are going to happen. Yeah, we can deal with them, but keep that back four as is. That midfield is looking good. Nevitt and Hemmings up top now. Burton can come on and do a job. The bench looks strong again suddenly, doesn't it? You've got yeah. Nolan McClear set and mids. You know, you've got Reese Hughes who can play anywhere, you know, out wide. He can probably even do a job up top. You've got, obviously, the Lewis injuries. The only one we were a bit short is up top. But again, I've got no problem with Jake Burton playing. And after the other day, I've got no problem with Taylor having to get some minutes in the tank if need be. Mm-hmm. Defensively, Jameson's back, Burns back. And Jameson can play left back if need be. And uh, Hock and Hall. Yeah, your dad's boy. You know, get him to the wedding. You know, he's, <laughs> you've been bigging him up all season. Putting in a man of the match performance last night. Yeah, he's you know, won the only game. You've still got Tom Davis, who's back in training now. Mm. Suddenly, things look a lot rosier on and off the pitch. People, it's one of them. It's mad in the pool. Suddenly, no one's moaning about the ticketing system. The attendances are back to decent levels as well because we're winning. Things change so much. I was thinking this the other day as well. You know where? Just if you get a bit down, it, it doesn't matter. Your football team winning or losing, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't pull, does it? You know, there's much more important things. But when your team's winning. And playing well, you're just a little bit happier in day-to-day life, I think, and certainly after the game, and that makes a big difference. If we lose on a Saturday, I just go, ah, you know, we lost, fucking blah. by six o'clock, I don't care, you know, move on. But if you win, you're happier, and you're still happy on the Sunday, so it does make a big difference. And, you know, with everything that's going on in this country at the minute, a fucking complete shit show makes out how our clubs run look good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the state of this country. Yeah. It, if we can have a good season this season, I think it'll be just, it'll do a lot of good for a lot of people. Yeah. And it'll keep a lot of people, you know, in a good mindset and just mentally, you know, happier. And we, God, do we need that right now. So come on, the boys. No pressure. Yeah. Tramia players there at all. But um, just keep going, keep doing. You know, we look good. We look good all of a sudden, Paul. I I, I never get carried away. I'm a, the pessimistic Tramia fan. The most pessimistic Tramia fan of all time. But just, you know, again, touch wood. Keep injury free. Keep this 11 there. Keep that squad on the bench. Get to January. Get, a, you know, another striker in. Get some backup. And um, I've got every confidence now that we can we can really push on. These next four games are massive. Can't I can't stress that. That's enough, Paul. What would you take out of them, the next four games over the next 10 days? Um, I mean, like so this say, four, they, they are winnable games. Four games and four games in, in give it eleven, 11 days, basically. Yeah, I, I do think that the run is going to come to an end at some point. So yeah, you know, seven or eight points would be you know decent enough output um, output from those four games. I think. I think if we uh, if we get a couple of wins out of those, I think three wins yeah. and a defeat you'd take. Wouldn't you? I know you don't want to lose, but nine yeah. points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like you say, winnable games. Just keep up the the level of performance that we're we're putting in at the minute. And, exactly and that. They won't go far. They won't go far wrong. So, 
And do you know what, yeah, Paul? Mickey we trust. Yeah. And I've said this all season long, and especially when he was getting a little stick at the start of the season, but, you know, he's a excellent manager. He knows what he's doing. Are you trying and, to... Uh, I'm fully... You know, I fully trust him to uh, to do the, the job that we need him to do. I know what you're doing, Paul. I'm not stupid. I see exactly what you're doing. You're trying to get him... You're saying all this. This has been a long game for you as well, hasn't it, all season? Be nice to Mickey. Big him up. Hopefully, then, he'll come to me wedding. <laughs> no comment. There you go. Rumbled. Absolute <laughs> rumbled. I bet you he's going... Is he coming today? I bet you he's... You've paid for him to have a full meal. Like to me and Jake, scum like me and Jake. You've Paul, think what we've done for you, what we've done for you. Everything I see now, don't think that it's all negative, isn't it? Anyway, Paul, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure, even though it's not a free bar, you've got a hell of a bill on your hands next Friday. I don't know what okay. I'm gonna do. Is the venue quite fancy? Is it? Um, it's quite swish, yeah. Okay, right. So there's certain things they won't stand for. I would imagine so. Yes. Okay. I'll have a look on the website and see what their code of conduct is. <laughs> right, are we wrapping this up then? Yes, we should, because it's getting it's getting to your bedtime. It's getting time for me to go to work mm-hmm. till fucking four in the morning. Yeah. Quickly follow us on socials at yes. on pretty much everything. Yep. You do want to contribute and there's no obligation to do so, but uh buymeacoffee.com forward slash this is Tramir One, I think it is. Um, the it's still a, is, it, and stuff. is it a pinned is it the pinned tweet on Twitter it's not a pinned tweet no but it's on there somewhere maybe uh, pin it Paul pin yeah it, Paul. maybe but um, yeah. if anybody does want to chip in I mean that would help us put out a bit more content a bit more regularly if you want it if you don't want it then um, send us an invoice and we'll pay you <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, God don't start people asking for money back Paul <laughs> We'll be thousands of pounds out of pocket. It's one of them. If we could get, I think a Zoom sub would would help in terms of the quality of the audio and yeah. just the ease of you know getting on. Because I had a nightmare yeah. with Skype tonight, as you know. Yeah, bloody. I think, always, I think Zoom is better on all platforms as well. So uh, even for like getting guests on and stuff, it's it better. We could do video yeah. um, previews then, couldn't we? And stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, to, yeah, not quite reached enough uh, in the pot to uh, to sort that out here, I'm afraid. But um, yeah, if you do want to contribute, um, thank, we would really appreciate it. Do we need like a Bob Geldof in the middle of Live Aid style push for me? <laughs> now, straight after, so imagine Queen's just been uh, on. I mean, not uh, I, the last thing I really want to be doing is asking people for money. No, I mean, Paul, uh, we, we covered our you know, we covered our subscription costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Job but done. If, if you can afford it and you want to, by all means, do it. But there's no obligation whatsoever. No, we appreciate if, everyone who listens anyway, don't we? Everybody mean? going through the times that we're going through and energy prices and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, the last thing you probably want to do is pay us to uh, ramble on anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a choice of have you heating on for an use hour? Your, use your money wisely. Have you heating on for an hour or pay for me, you and Jake, to have a pint of <laughs> San Miguel on, at your wedding? I know which one. I know which one I'm picking, Paul. But exactly. um, yeah, so it's um, things are looking good. Things are looking better than they were. We're looking good form. We've got a good set of lads. You know, let's just keep doing. Keep stay as is, Paul. Keep going. Just keep going. Keep winning games. Keep playing well. 
you know, we, we're going to obviously, you know, we're going to lose some games soon, probably. Let's not turn on the lads. Let's not turn on Mickey. Let's the, even the atmosphere in the ground's been totally different, hasn't it? Like it's been a real good atmosphere the last few games, and long may that continue. Let you know we, we can we can get out of this division this year. I, tr- I truly believe that. My preseason prediction of third suddenly looks like it might not be complete nonsense all of a sudden. So yeah, up to fucking Sammy. Let's keep going, and of course, good luck to you, Paul, next Friday as you were uh, and you know the, throw your life away to uh, young Lexi. There, you take is she taking your name? Um, sadly, yes. But more Lexi. sadly for her. Lexi Harper. Mm. Tell you what, Paul, that sounds like a 70s porn star to me. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we bid you goodbye. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Give us a follow on all the socials at This Is Tramit on everything SoundCloud, Insta, Twitter. So start a TikTok, actually, Paul, shouldn't we? Um, oh, and an OnlyFans. to do it. And an OnlyFans. Yeah, you're getting a bit, you're a bit old, a bit fuddy duddy, a bit hoity toity, rooty tooty, aren't you, for TikTok? Yeah, yeah it's like me, me, me being a youngster. I can, uh, oh my, I think honestly, me Mike just picked up my shoulder crack in there. Yeah, it did. Jesus. Impressive. God, I, just as I was going, I'm a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can set up it, the TikTok then. Oh, it's a, Paul, it's a nightmare TikTok. I, I use it for my music and like it is good, but like <sighs> these youngsters, Paul, mm-hmm. do you know what we get in? Get um, Jake Burton and Reese they, they could probably sort or Simu. Betty Simu's big on, on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's good? It's a TikTok. God, they're good. Mm-hmm. Rob McNee, fair play to him. Yeah. Had a great time, didn't he? Out in uh, Milan the other day. Yeah, Picking up yeah. some tips at the San Siro. Well-deserved break for him. Yeah, he's done a yeah. good job. The whole duo, yeah. a quick big up for them, because like the, the whole media crew at Tramia are doing some great... For the size of the club we are, for the money we pay staff, um, and the hours they work, the, the content that our team, the media team, like two, three people, churn out every single week is phenomenal. And uh, Paul, they, uh, they can run because you walked... Don't th- don't forget about that. That's a genuine compliment for me, and they don't come around very often. Yeah, I'll take it as such, and so thank you. Yeah, and uh, I've got a big a big shout out to uh, Looks at Rabor as well. Um, sorted me out with a t shirt for my brother for his birthday, and I dug out on the back of it. I dug out my original um, anti Oxen anti Oxen society. Is it anti Oxen society society? Yes, based on the uh, anti social social club. Um, t-shirt let's not get him sued though um, and I saw him in the tent and um, he refused yeah, to take loosely any... based around it so yeah refused to take any money for it um, but I just bought him a pint and he took that so he's a, he's a top guy Brad and um, hopefully he's working on a, a Simu t-shirt as we speak we actually me and Nick Roberts gave him a Johnny Morrissey idea for a t-shirt um, so maybe you'll see that soon oh, I'm, that. yeah well you will be wanting a free one won't you to wedding present probably you got a wedding present list, Daddy Paul? No. Thank God for that. You might, if you're lucky, I'll get you half a lager. How about oh, that? That's Friday. Yeah, well, well, actually, what are the bar prices? I look forward like? to that. Um, Probably pricey, isn't it? Going to be mm-hmm. pricey at a wedding. Might bring me yeah. in. Can I just bring the crate in? Yeah. Hey, corkage. Just, just, just be like, discreet. Be discreet, yeah, just like, please. Be like, I presume it's just like the Vindaloo or Muddy Road or the Rui. Just bring your own and yeah, pay a pound corkage. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Paul, this, enjoy your last week as a free Thank man. Thank you. Remember, I'll, I'll leave you with this last bit of advice. Remember, if you kill her on your wedding day, you'd be out in, you know, 10, 10 years. 
So, yeah. Thanks for that advice. Just See you next week. That. Up the tram, yeah. <laughs>